Welcome to Toffee TV. It is the match preview Crystal Palace versus Everton Selhurst Park on Saturday. And oh, once again, it feels like it feels like a must win, but at the same time, it's an away game. So those two words don't really go together because other than Southampton away, uh, yeah, and they're bottom of the league. At least we beat them. Yeah, we did beat them. I mean, we can, you know, not, didn't do that at home, obviously. Cheers, uh, Frank. And they weren't bottom when we beat them as well. Yeah. I'm about that. Um, Crystal Palace away, yeah. Um, I mean, listen, we're not in the bottom three. Somehow. So, let's keep that positivity going. And let's stay out the bottom three. Um, yeah, it's it's... How how are we continuing to be this bad away from home? Though how I mean, why is this a why is this a why can a football club change players, change managers frequently? Mm -hmm. And apart from one season, obviously when there was no fans in the ground, how can we continue to be this bad at playing a games just away from our ground? Players players isn't it it's got to be. it's or a mentality it's got to be we've we've changed it's not like we've had the same team for three or four years mm. and they're just all bottle jobs away from home yeah is it we've we've tried different managers different players the one constant in all of that well with regards apart from the COVID season the one constant has been the fans who've traveled everywhere and mm. backed them um ironically the one season there was no fans in the ground. We won twelve away games, which was uh, which was obviously an anomaly because we are quite we have been rubbish away from mm. home for a number of years, bar that one. But to be so poor away from home, what was it? Two away wins last season: Brighton and Leicester. Mm. I think it was that was the only two away games we won last season. I think this season we've had one. Which was again on the south coast, so you know maybe there's a little bit of an omen, mm. and we've still got to go to Leicester as well. Yeah. Um, but it can only be a mentality thing, can't it? Because what else is there? The players, are... the easy answer is the players aren't good. You know, forget that. Yeah, yeah. Forget that. But even when we've had better players, we still haven't won away games. So it can only be a mentality, I think. And but there's nowhere to go for these players now. There is the seven games to go. They were terrible at the weekend. A lot of them, it's questionable whether they're good enough to play for Everton Football Club. What Everton Football Club is, not necessarily what the team is right now. Because, again, as I said to you, we've, we've had 31 games this season and we've won six of them. Yeah, it's a Absolutely pathetic. pathetic. And one of them's away from home. One. Yeah. All the away games and one win away from home. It's outrageous. It's terrible. Bournemouth have come up haven't spent any money and show the heart and desire to like go to Spurs and Leicester and win. But one last two away games. Mm. You know, and Everton, who supposedly have got better players and certainly got a much yeah. better wage bill yeah. for those players, can only win one away game. Yeah. So it can only really be a mentality thing. Yeah, it, it, it is. I mean, it is. You sit here every week. It's just absolutely... It is pathetic, isn't it? It's pathetic. It doesn't matter... It doesn't matter. It's an away game. It's a game of football on a on a on a on a different pitch. Mm. You don't have the backing of the fans. No. So what? Boo hoo! You have you have to deal with what what's in front of you on the pitch. 
And Everton, listen, you know, listen. Recently, of course, we went to Chelsea. And we got a good draw there. We should have beaten Forrester. Still, mm. still maintain that was the that was the game we had to win. Forrester away. Um, had it in our hands. Exactly. But it's 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 the it's the mentality that runs through, clearly runs through the football club. Um, a lot almost allows at times that that thing of like well we're playing away. It's like well because yeah we used to rely on our home record so much. You know, there'd no be no way at this stage of the year that you know having five home games would be would be acceptable. And obviously, it isn't. It's not acceptable, and that's why you know we sacked Frank Lampard. But the idea of being in April and only winning five games at Goodison Park just is just tokel, and it's just it's it, it's incredible how 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 bad it's got in the last couple of years, and it's. To me, what I really what disappoints me is um, how how almost accepted it is, how bad it is. Like it's not like it's okay, but like well, still putting play certain players on pedestals and things like that. I I don't get it. I don't get it. And this this game again again I've seen it this week. I've seen players coming out saying we'll give everything we you know we know how big this game is and we know how big the next couple of games are we'll give everything we'll mm. go and give everything then go go you know don't walk off that walk off the pitch unless you you have you're crawling off it almost you know what i mean it's like mm. don't want to see empty promises we want to see hard work absolutely leaving everything on the pitch because what you know you go back to that and to be fair under dice i think there's been a lot of that until the last two games and the last two games have been unacceptable the game at manchester united was it got waved away as one of those days playing united blah 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 but to me that was you dropped the standards got dropped and by allowing by by forgiving that oh, it's united the way it always happens mm. but for me that was almost forgiven that oh yeah doesn't matter blah 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 it's not man united the way we haven't got this decore and this player and that player but the problem is because we haven't got good footballers, talented footballers, and we haven't got goals, well, what have we got? What are, what has Sean Dyche given us that wasn't already there? Organisation and hard work, and almost hard work in the right places as well, doing the work in the right places, three in midfield, which for some reason he's thrown away in the last two weeks. And then that carried on then into Saturday, where, again, it was... It was just like one of those days. Oh, Fulham got a lot of the ball. Ooh, gonna have to run after them a bit. And it, it followed on from the United game, and that has to that has to be put to bed right now because it's not put to bed in this game. These are destroyers. They're on, they're on a great little run. Three wins. Dead confidence. A little bit of cockiness about them. That you know, there has to be that basic hard work and that basic organisation that gives us a foothold in this game. Otherwise, you could get away from us very quickly because these have been scoring goals, something we don't do. They'll be relaxed. They'll know the only way, they're safe. They, only, you know, they can put the icing on it now. But we are, everything that's happened in the last two weeks has got to be sorted out. Got to be, everyone's got to be on it. And you know, people saying, you know, people writing things on Twitter, there's more to life and all this. Well, you know what? For a lot of these Evertonians, there isn't. There absolutely isn't, and and all of them now. I don't want to see stats on, um, you know, all, all the nice stats that you can pull out for these players. I want to see hard work. I want to see 
running stats. I want to see players putting, leaving everything on the pitch. Because that's what it's going to take to keep Everton in the Premier League now. Because we've already proved we're not a very good team and we can't score goals. The only thing that's going to keep us in this division is all of those players pulling everything out and stop looking for excuses and make sure that at the end of the game we go, well, you know what, you give everything. We we forgive you all those other things because it's not your fault you're, you're not good enough to play for Everton Football Club. Mm. We forgive you all those things. You, you didn't buy yourself, you're not playing yourself, but when you do play, you've got to give absolutely everything for us because that's, that's the only metric that matters in my eyes. Yeah, well, <clears throat> I think that was the most disappointing thing about Saturday was... I don't feel like they did. Mm. The last half an hour was atrocious. It was as bad as anything under Lampard. Mm. So then players doing it again that they've done all season again. It, 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 I guess it just explains why we have only won six games of football all season and, and one away from home. It was un, it was totally and utterly pathetic on Saturday against the team that didn't really want to be there. <laughs> Fulham was just like yeah. game of footy. Let's get this. We can't. Yeah. We're not going down. We can't really go any higher. We haven't got our most effective player. The manager can't even stand on the line. Yeah, just beat us, please. And yeah. we didn't have the capability to do it. We didn't have the desire and the heart to do it. And it is all about hard work. You know, Crystal Palace were on a dreadful run. I don't think they'd won a game since New Year's Eve until he sacked the air and got rid of him. And they mm. got Roy Hodgson. And since Hodgson's come and he won three out of three, they've scored nine goals, we're averaging three goals a game, and. Everton will be comfortably beaten if they don't match them straight mm. away and make it difficult mm. for them. Crystal Palace, okay, defensively not great. Midfield is a little bit hit and miss at times. The better when the Corey's in, like we are, better when the Corey's in there. Mm. But they've got loads of attack and talent. Yeah. Loads of it. And it was a case for them when they were struggling. It was just about getting that front players aligned. Once the goals come back, you knew they had enough to get themselves yeah. out of trouble. And Hodgson's been able to do it. Okay, the first win he got was a little bit fortuitous, and it was 94th minute winner. But since then, he kicked on. He went to Leeds, went a goal mm -hmm. down, and battered Leeds. And I've got a good, gone and got a good win at Southampton, comfortable win at Southampton. So they're in good form. Like you said, the safe. You know, one more win guarantees it absolutely. But the safe now, mm -hmm. they're, they're not going anywhere. And that should be an opportunity for Everton to go and to show who needs the points more. Other teams have gone there and nicked wins. Our record isn't that bad at Sellers Park. I know we had a mm. we had a bit of a chase in twice last season in the uh, in the but the league game at two one we missed Anthony Gordon's missed the sitter at two one last season in the league before Conor Gallagher made it three one. We got bounced in the FA Cup, but we'd already missed two sitters in that before they scored. Once they scored, they destroyed us. So, you know, but we won there the year before and things like that. So we, our record ain't that bad at Sellers Park. But, you know, we have got to go and we've got to battle and scrap for every single thing that we get mm. that is on offer. We've got to have three men in midfield for me. We've got to make the most of set pieces, defend properly, and mm. like you said, leave everything out yeah. on the pitch. And if they do that, they might, they might yeah. scrape up. I was just looking there, though. <laughs> Crystal Palace have scored seven goals away from home in their last two games. We've scored ten all season. Hmm? You know that. I mean, they get five in one game. But oh no, but that. We've got we've got ten oh, all season. Yeah. It, it you know and these are like 
these these all these numbers are are, are, are damning, really, really damning. As he got two at Southampton at the weekend, our top scorers got four. Mm. We got fifty percent of our top scorers' goals at the weekend. The, on on Saturday, I think what's really important about Saturday is you're going into a game where you look at it and think, right, we can find any kind of performance here. And, you know, then we play Thursday at home. Mm. Night game at Goodison Park mm. against Newcastle. Could be a huge, you know, with obviously with the Man City game coming up and obviously then Bournemouth being the last game of the season. You know, this could be a huge, that, that could be a huge, huge night for Everton. Now, if that's, if you're going into that game, and you've somehow managed to get three points away from home. Mm. Which it, we, we were going to Crystal Palace, by the way. We're not, you know, we're not going to we're not going to Man City. Yeah. That that could be, you know, because back to back, if you get back to back victories, I mean back to back victories, what's that? But at this stage of the year, if you could do that, it's what pulled us out last year, the Chelsea and the Leicester game. Mm. If we could do that, if we could <laughs> go into the Newcastle game off the back of the result, the fan, it would give Everybody, the fans, a massive boost. It make that game an, an occasion. Whereas, you know, I don't think Sean Dyche particularly like likes that sort of thing. But you know, whether there's a bus welcome or not, but it it could give that night a huge, huge lift. Everyone could be, could just give, just put everyone on that little bit of, give everyone that little bit extra, and mm-hmm. that has to be Saturday. And if you think about it, we go into if if we've got this game Saturday and. You know, we are in any way lacklustre or we don't show heart or we give anything where the fans can go, what were you doing? What, how how do you not know how important this game is? You know, this, I, I know every game is a, a big game, but I genuinely feel like this one, when you look at the fixtures coming up, I know it should have started with the Fulham game, but I just look at this one and think if you could get, we somehow could get three points in this game, then then it makes Newcastle absolutely huge. Huge game. So Saturday was the perfect opportunity. Yeah. We'd have been full on Saturday. We could have been going to Palace, and a point would have been a good result. Mm. And coming out of that, you'd always want the three, of course. Yeah. But we would have been going. You know, if we got a draw and we took four. We'd mm. be we'd be on thirty-one points. Yeah. Then going into the Newcastle game, almost thinking if we beat Newcastle. Yeah. So you what? We're, yeah. We're, We've got you know we've got one foot staying in the yeah. Premier League now. We're, we're we're relying on other teams, and it, the whole thing is. And to be fair, been relying on other teams for a while. Yeah, it's it's come down quite simply now to it won't be that Everton are good if they stay up. It'll be that there's, there's three teams worse than Everton. That's exactly what it will be. We're already we're in that stage. We've played the whole season really without a striker. Malpai's been there just in name only. As a striker, he's not really done anything. Ella Sims is a young, youngest in terms of learning the game. Dom's not been there hardly mm. ever. So Everton, it's amazing really that Everton is still outside the bottom three. They're the only team without a striker yeah. in the Premier League. It's crazy. And yet we are. So we have got a, mm. you know, on Saturday I was convinced with half an hour I thought we're down. With half an hour I was just watching them. There was nothing. There was no, no running, no response. There was a bit of that again with the shirts yeah. when they made it 3-1. And I just looked and thought, these are gone. Mm. They're absolutely gone. But obviously the days the days go by, don't they? And you, 
you look at and you see the two teams around you getting you know, Forrest got done, United at home were toothless. Leeds are terrible, like genuinely terrible at the moment. Six one at home. You know, imagine us sat here losing five one and six one our last two home games. You'd just be gone. There's no doubt. There's not a chance. So somehow Everton find themselves still in touching distance of Leeds and still above the relegation zone. I don't know how many more little chances yeah. they're gonna get. You know, we had it, isn't it? Forest away, you said it before. We were two one up with fifteen minutes left against a rival. That should have been seen out. That should have been the away win. And then you build on it and it wasn't. Tottenham at home. Spurs were so poor. Yeah. And yet we we all right, we've done well to get a yeah, point in the end. Self inflicted. But we were self inflicted that we didn't win that one. From United, don't know what the manager did, but United away and all that, whatever. But Fulham at the weekend, his, his tactics were terrible. He, he, you know, almost put us one down with his team selection at the weekend because the players, we know, seeing that team sheet, that those players weren't going to respond. We know that. So we've wasted that chance. Yeah. So this is, and listen, we're going into, it would have been great playing Palace a month ago <laughs> at their place yeah. because they were feeling down in the dumps a bit. Yeah. But we've got to go there, dig in, keep it tight, not give them anything cheap. And make use of make use of the opportunities yeah. when they come our way. Because the one thing I will say to finish, we aren't scoring goals, but we're we're creating a hell of a yeah, lot more than more we have chances. done. So it's whether you've yeah. got anyone who can take the chance. Well, we may maybe we will. Let's just have a look at the team that played against Fulham. Um, so you know, for me, we know Dominic Carvalhoon has played this week. Mm -hmm. Hopefully, bad any kind of reaction, he'd be, uh, you know, he'd be available. Yeah. And like I said last week, for me, he, he has to go straight into the team because mm. the, there's just no opportunities now. We've run out of games. Yeah. I mean, he has to be available. He has to play. The other one I'd take out of that team is Michael Keane, and I'd have Yerimina back in it. I That'd think I think a lot of people feel this way now. Again, it's that thing of like Michael Keane's had his chance. He's he's not a good defender. Mm. Um, Connor Cody's had his chance. Yerimina sitting there, he's fit with the game left. Get him in the team. Get him in the team. Yeah. Because he's a threat. Uh, you know, offensively, he's a good defender. I still think he's our best defender. He's a wind-up merchant. He's he's niggly. He's exactly what you need for the fight. Boxes. Yeah, he's, he's exactly what you need for the fight. Mm -hmm. And listen, if he doesn't last, you've got those other players. That's 35 defenders on the bench. Yeah. There's it, loads. There's loads. He doesn't make five subs anyway, so it's not like mm -hmm. you're on, well, we'll lose a sub. You're just putting some in. I think you've got to start making decisions now. You know, desperate times. Mm. You can't keep that defensive partnership. You can't keep Michael Keane in there at the moment. You just can't. Whether Dykes likes him or not, Connor Cody made some errors and was out the team. Mm. Well, Michael Keane's made about four since he came back in. Barred a great goal against yeah. Spurs, and it was a great goal. What has he really yeah. done? He's had... So, and I understand the dynamics of the partnership. No, but you're looking for you got to look at if the defence and Everton are in the bottom two yeah. in the Premier League under Dice defensively, yeah. which is crazy because we all thought that'd be an area he solved, and he hasn't. So he's made it worse actually, which is crazy. Mm -hmm. He's improved the attacking again, which is almost seems backwards mm -hmm. to like what you'd expected. But they've had a go now, so it's not work. Someone Saturday get meaner in there alongside Tarkovsky. Like you said, if there's any issue, you know, people will go, well, Mean's never fit. Well, he's been fit for weeks. Mm. And if he goes off injured, we've got other defenders there. It's not like we can only have three subs mm. and one's, so one's got to yeah. be a centre-back. Mason Holgate's there. Yeah. Connor Cody's there. If Michael Keane comes out, Michael yeah. Keane will be there. The, the crazy thing about it is, it's like, we're all begging 
for Dominic Carvalhoon to come back because we know he's our best centre back, yeah. centre forward, sorry. And yeah, our best centre back has basically got sort of like the same injury record as him, and no one's really, no one really says anything about it because we've got other centre backs. Yeah, but my, but Yeri Mina is still our best centre back, still our best defender, you know. And he's, he's injury record. I just think, I think when you can, if Everton were keeping it tight and weren't really conceding goals, then there wouldn't be a conversation yeah. about the defenders. Whether it's Michael Keane or it's Mason Holgate, yeah. Conoco, whoever, whoever, whoever. He's, my point is, he changed. Cody and Tarkovsky because he felt like we were giving yeah. things up. Well, we're still giving yeah. things up, so you have to make another change. What, what, what about some of the other positions? Obviously, Patterson are being at right back. Godfrey obviously went off with concussion. Mm. We won't know, you know, probably until late with Ben. But I would have Patterson in anyway, right back. If Godfrey's fit, then I put him at left back. I would just because. What about the midfield situation? A midfield for me, it, it's a flip of who comes out, a Wobi or um, Damari Gray. For me, if Onana's fit, if Onana's fit, he's back in the midfield with mm. Garner and James Garner. Leave them three in. It's whoever plays on the right. McNeil stays in on the left. He's been playing well lately. Got yeah. him up front, like you said, and it'd be a toss-up between a Wobie and Damari Gray. Probably go with a Wobie on the right because of the, insu- the insurance. He gives you a little bit more in front of Patterson. Mm. I don't think Seamus will be quite ready for this one. No, not with the Amsterdam. No, so that's what I would do. Because I think, listen, I think... I'm never one for making like four or five changes, but that performance at the weekend, these yeah. people deserve to be left out. They do. You've got to get people right. It's great giving an interview for Everton TV going, we know what it means. Well, you didn't know what it meant after frigging 55 minutes yeah. on Saturday when Harry Wilson scored. Yeah. So why do you now? And that was at home. And if you'd have stepped up 5%, you'd have yeah. won the game. So what's the difference? Yeah, yeah. So I would make, I'd make changes and just yeah. go, these, these lads deserve a go now. You blew it. And then it's up to you to force your way back in. Then. Let's have a little look at uh, Palace's team from the win against Southampton. Um, Eze, obviously, has been in great form. Um, the core, obviously, you missed the game against the Zap. Uh, Goodison, obviously, our best win of the season. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. that's basically, they had no midfield that day. Mm. Um, it's still light. It is, but I mean, one thing. No I think what he's done is he's organised the back line like mm-hmm. like he does, and he's getting the best out of people like Eze, who obviously technically great, Very great good. football, and have got pace yeah. and the confidence. And he's he's given he's just done the basics to them, hasn't he? He's just got them all confident. They're almost, they're almost like a. It's almost like five v five. It's a you know a defence. But they've got the energy, the haven't they? They've got yeah. the energy, and they've been yeah. taking the chances. Schluff and Eze getting. Yeah. Let's have a look at Eze's numbers. Game thirty one. Uh, goal seven, assist three, shot. Uh, key passes per game one point four, mm. um, and he's come on loads in the last few weeks. And obviously, talented football. Crystal Palace. I think this is what Palace fans were saying about you know. I think when he, I think when Royal left and and you know they were like, you know, there's talent in there, but it's not allowed to do what it wants. And then I think as the Vieira era went on, the talented players weren't doing what they've been. What, what he can be do, doing. and then but there was no defensive structure, confidence because you can't you can't quite find that. You know, maybe there's a lot of similarities with sort of Vieira, Lampard, Gerrard mm. sort of way of looking at things. But the, Hodgson's come in and and he sorted the back line, and you know that's allowing players in the forward positions to do what they want to do, and 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 they're all working hard. And that's ultimately the end end of the day. That's the you mentioned it there, like the Fulham game. It's like for us, if everyone's working hard and got forwards and backwards, 
it gives you a great platform to play off and you just need people to put the ball in the back of the net and they have they've been staying patient and you know last week in southampton it wasn't until the second half they got a little bit of luck but sometimes that's the way it is leads they got the goal just before half time and Leeds were on top. Come out second half and, and they play in the counter attack. And we've seen what happened to Leeds the other night. Liverpool, exactly the same, mm. playing on the counter attack. But it'd be a difficult game. Everton have just got to stay in as long as they can. Opportunities present themselves, they have to take them. And that's the top and bottom of it. So there you go. Let us know your thoughts in the comments. What would you go for as well in terms of team selection? Um, would you make, was, is there a few changes? Would you like to see some of those youngsters that got on the bench given opportunities? Maybe not for start, but the likes of Stanley Mills scored the goal this week for the under-21s. Should he be getting a chance off the bench now? You know, if Dominic Harwin doesn't play, does that mean Ella Sim starts? Yes. Let us know your thoughts in the comments. Make sure to give this video a like. Subscribe if you haven't already. And if you want more great videos, join us over on Toffee TV Premiere for daily live exclusives. The link is in the description up beyond the screen in two seconds. See you later.